This is a brunch pre-Oscars mini podcast that contains spoilers. We can't imagine you care if you haven't seen the movie and you're afraid of spoilers. There's no way you would logically seek out a podcast about the movie. Let us begin. Marriage, Marriage Story. Story. Marriage Story is a film by Noah Baumbach. Mm-hmm. I, I never know whether to say Baumbach or Baumbach. I think I've said it correctly. I know. Well, now you said it both ways, so you're Covered correct one way or the other. Covered my bases. It's about a dissolving marriage between two people, and what are they? They're they're supposed to be in their early thirties. I would say probably like thirty, thirty one, thirty two. Early, yeah, early, early mid thirties. They're getting divorced. They're doing it the old fashioned way. I don't know what that means. They're doing it without lawyers. Then one of them gets a lawyer involved. There's some cross country stuff going on. You really go back and forth between. Who do I feel worse for? But generally, you're feeling bad for everybody the entire time because this is a movie that just makes you feel very, very sad and awful the whole time. It's the best. It is. Uh, This movie is fantastic. I don't want to say that it's a delight because it's a very difficult watch, but you kind of fall in love with this family and like from all angles. And and I think that's the most important part of this story is that it doesn't make anybody out to necessarily be the villain or or the bad guy in the situation. It's and and that sort of makes it all the more heartbreaking too because it's it's very relatable in the sense that you could see this being your family and also see them being like ripped apart very very slowly and painfully mm. and uh, and like as the child of divorce it uh, it hit a little close to home, but like my parents' story was very different. But at the same time, like I do think that there is the dynamic where you have two parents that don't necessarily hate each other, but they're like, "We're gonna try to do this amicably," and it just doesn't work like that. It never works like that right, when lawyers each are involved. Side has their idea of what an amicable divorce is. That's right. Yeah. And then once those aren't in agreement with each other, then that's when lawyers get involved. A lot of I mean, this, it should, just shows you how ugly divorce is. It shows you how ruthless lawyers are. Uh, some of the great scenes in this movie come from Adam Driver's reactions to any and all things lawyers. Little comments about, doesn't matter where I put the money, I'm spending, she's not going to get any of it because I'm spending it all to divorce her. A lot of good shit like that. Uh, and his, his like, naivete, or whatever yes. you want to say, like, is very present in this movie. And it's frustrating from the viewer's perspective because you're just like, dude, how are you not realizing that it's just not going to work out the way that you want it to? And you're being an idiot here. Right. I mean, and it takes him far too long to realize that. He's told from the beginning, when he meets with the first lawyer who ends up being his final lawyer, that, look, the odds are stacked against you here. This is, like you just said, this is not going to go, though. You're not going to all end up back in New York. This yeah. is, they're fighting over is the kid going to be in California or New York? She wants to be there. I'm assuming you guys have all seen this. Um, this movie is pretty close to perfect. This was this is in the 10 out of 10 range for me. It's uh, one scene short of perfect. And that scene is the scene that people love the most, which is the fight scene after the courtroom scene. Now, the courtroom scene was amazing, best scene in the movie. The and entire the, final act is amazing. Right. And then come then after that comes the fight scene which has a great line from Adam Driver when she says circumstances have changed and he says, I was anticipating these circumstances. And then they get in this big blowout. And I've seen it a few times now. And 
in the moment, the first time I saw it, I was like, that's really good because these are two good actors and they're, they did a great job here. Scarlett Johansson, great in this movie, not amazing in that scene. And then when he punches the wall, that's also rough. So there are a couple of moments in what's otherwise an amazing scene and otherwise a perfect movie that's tough. When she says, he says, fuck off. And then she says, no, you fuck off. And the way she like throws her body into it is so, we don't know anything about movies. We don't know anything about acting. It looks a little much, a little overacted. And then when she does the, I can't believe I have to know you forever. And she cries to the gods. That's a little rough. I do remember that part. I don't remember her throwing her body. Uh, no, you fuck. It's like a... It's, but it's, I, I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt there, having not rewatched it, just because yeah. like when you're in a fight like that, there, there are definitely times when I've done some weird... not always a Kodak moment. Yeah. I've done some like weird shit and then like thought to myself a split second later, like, why did I just do that with my sure. body? Um, so like I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt. I'll have to rewatch it. But for me, the entire, like, the entire of the last act of that movie was tremendous. Yeah, that's why I think Bombac got screwed here because the beginning of this movie and the end of this movie were so impeccable. I loved how it opened. I love the the very end when he sees her and they're they're being the Beatles for Halloween or whatever. That was kind of lame, but also I think it was important to show like, well, like this is but how you life like, ends up being after the you divorce. like you like that um that that clean sort of short concise ending you wish that you, that uh the irishman had that i felt like that's what this kind of was for this movie it just told you what this like what the story is now and what it has become in one scene and maybe it wasn't like the best over the top or like most well-delivered scene but it does its job no, in telling it was you. like an unglamorous uh yeah. now just here's an example of a time when he'd be yeah. visiting it's, it's them a after. come down it's right. a come down from like the high, high stakes that like every scene was in right. the last third of that movie, but it's a necessary come down. Yeah, and I, I like movies that do that. Obviously, the the graduate probably does it the most mm-hmm. famously, but that's how like this movie can fuck with you. That it's it's so intense the whole time, and it's coming off this scene that should leave most people crying where the kid is reading the, the letter that she wouldn't read and she's out of focus and then in focus crying. And if you're watching it, you're just blubbering. And then it just goes to what had to have intention, what must've been intentionally a now here's just a, a day in the future. And you're like, fuck, there's, there's a solution and it ended and everything. But it's not really but a solution. But life's not great now, yeah. you know? Yeah, and it, it, I, I do think that a lot of this movie and, like, the effectiveness of this movie is that it keeps you rooting for them the entire time, despite the fact that you know that it's, like, it's not going to work out. Right. And, and they're both being pretty rough to each other. Right. And you just, like, you want a solution, but you want a happy ending, but you know you're not going to get it. And I think that that's basically sort of what the experience of divorce is like. You 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 love these people, and you hope that it's going to work out, but you know it's probably not for the best, but even though the solution comes, you're still not really happy with it because it still sucks. This features uh, some other nominations. We'll get to Laura Dern. Real quick, though, I want to ask you. You said that you think that it's close to a perfect movie. Yeah. Well, this is something that we've d- discussed on other movies uh, already, but like... what's it's better the- than Rocket Man. No, yeah. no. What's the difficulty rating of this movie? How hard is it to make? High. It's pretty high. I pretty would say high. this was 
pretty tough movie to make. Movies about divorce have been made all over the place. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they often happen. Shout as... out the breakup. <laughs> yes, that's it's not it's, it's not a divorce. Correct. It's a breakup. Correct. As uh, defined in the title. But well, maybe Scorsese made the movie. <laughs> So uh, who, who knows? That's true. It could be a bamboo. The beginning. The, I believe there's a title card that says <laughs> "The Divorce," <laughs> and then everyone. Then he got nominated for best director. <laughs> Stupid idiot. Yeah, I, I think that a lot of movies have been made about divorce. Fucking Marty. Not uh, not many of them are as honest and as authentic as this one is. And to be able to tell that story and do it as as well as Noah Baumbach did is really really impressive. Yeah, I'm I'm going through the I can't find it and I feel so bad. I'm going through the IMDb page right now to uh I I guess we'll get to her when we can, but oh the uh the the at-home visitor. Yes, yes, I was going to set her up as the other big uh nomination for this. So this had a driver for best actor, uh Scarjo for best actress, and I'm definitely cool with both those. Again, like the the only time that I felt either of them were like, eh, I'd like to see, maybe take another scene of that was uh, the punch and the no you fuck off. I can't yeah. believe I have to know you forever. So they're both up for best actor and actress. I'm pretty resigned to the fact that Joaquin Phoenix is going to win for Joker. And it's a bummer because yeah. I think the driver, driver deserves it, um, deserves it for, for this role. But I guess my solace there is that everybody's recognizing that Adam Driver was fucking amazing in this movie. And that's really all that I want. I mean, I think that that he he deserves it, but ultimately, I do think that he'll he'll probably get another shot at it because he's such a good actor. So uh, even if Joaquin Phoenix wins, I, uh, I I won't be all that upset. Yo, where the hell is this person who visited the house? You got we got Cassie on here. I know Cassie. That's the girl from New Girl. But where is we got we got Bert's associate? Everybody we got an arguing man listed on here. Who the who are any of these people? Oh, Nancy Katz. <laughs> okay. Right, her name's Nancy. Is that it? Sure, that sounds right. Oh, here would, we are. I would have guessed Martha Patricia. Kelly the third. Okay, hell of an actress. <laughs> she's also she in uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Interesting. Didn't know that. But she's. She's the best thing that wasn't nominated this Oscar season. Apologies to Uncut Gems. The evaluator, mediator, would, mediator would be the wrong term. Aquafina was really good. She she got host. Uh, but that that's an incredible scene, and it adds to, as you said, the, the whole second act of the, the movie's great. But uh, Laura Dern will win Best uh, Supporting actor Actress for this. It's going to be between her and Florence Pugh. I would lean Pugh, but... I think people are going to be like, yo, it's Laura Dern. Laura Dern was like, I think Laura Dern did like pound for pound, probably yeah. better in this movie than Florence Pugh in Little Women. Didn't have nearly as big a role. Exactly. That's what that's what I yeah. mean by that. And and she just crushed every single second of screen time on, in this movie. On the rewatch, her first scene with ScarJo is unbelievable. She's sitting there with her. And she's telling Storm her all the, the things. Yes, she's telling yeah. her all the things that she wants to hear. And I hated that she's scene. Being so I hated comforting. that scene. But there's a shot of her. She's sitting next to. Uh, she kicks off her heels and like gets on the couch with Scarjo. She's like being the like, girl. The, like, it's like hey, we're hey, having like, girl to girl. Right. 
and she's talking to her. And her eyes are darting all over. She's the place. like, she's like, let's have a real down to earth girl to girl, and it's you like can just the tell. Best acting I've you ever You can seen. just tell that like she's ready to slit some throats. She's so <laughs> no, but she's so phony and so. That's what fake. I'm saying. Like she's she's like, let's have this very emotional. Like I'm here, I'm your friend. Right. But like in the back of her Let head, in she's in she's in business mode, and she's totally. like, I'm going to cut this guy's throat and bleed him dry for you and it's totally. like that is the that is exactly what both of those lawyers are right, right. and they do it in very different ways because Definitely. uh ray liotta's character is very upfront he's right. like here's what i am i'm right. not going to i'm this i have no shame game. in this you want to yeah. roll up your sleeves or not yeah. and it's like we're all... going to go fucking kill some people right and and laura dern's character doesn't takes a very different approach where she's like i'm gonna be your I'm friend you. yeah. yeah but her if you rewatch that scene her eyes, as she's talking to her and saying all these really nice things, are just wandering. She, it honestly, she looks like a bad actress. It looks like if you didn't know that this is a good actress, you'd think, "Wow, it's like, this, why isn't this she is focused a bad on actress. this?" Scene. But no, her character yeah. is a bad actress yeah. who ends up winning a lot because her clients are people in need, mm-hmm. and they more want to hear the right thing than than necessarily seek the right thing. So she's, I mean, I can't say enough nice things about Laura Dern in this movie. She's incredible. The other thing that really needs to win in this movie, best original score, Randy Newman. The music in this movie is amazing. I just listen to the soundtrack sometimes. And whenever people say, oh, Rocketman's soundtrack was so good. No that's, one has ever a, gone back and listened <laughs> to the Rocketman soundtrack. No, you know whose music was really good? Elton John. Right. <laughs> that's oh. like when people did, when people said that for uh, for Bohemian Rhapsody, or like when Bohemian Rhapsody won Best Sound Editing, it's like, you know, you're not giving it to Bohemian Rhapsody, you're giving it to Queen. Right, yeah. Could, is, is Reinhold Max still alive? Can we can we hook up the, the young man? Hold on, everybody. We're getting some... Uh, we're getting some questions, actually, here on the text machine on the, the buzz. Is Reinhold Mac still alive? He, let's see, is a German record producer and sound engineer, most mostly known for his collaborations with rock bands, Electric Light Orchestra, and Queen. So, so congratulations. there will be no return of the Mac because he's never left. Is Reinhold Mac having a moment? Marriage, Marriage story. story. 